Wiping Podcast. My name is Riley Boffin and joined to my left here is Dave Hampstead. Now, I know that we did say this episode was going to be our last. We did, in the previous episode, say that uh, we've only got one left in us, but we had a better idea. And what was that, Dave? Uh, to record 50 more. No, that's a lie. We're going to record a few more. Uh, and we're going to trickle them out over the Christmas holidays so that you've got some Christmas listening. Exactly right. So we knew we couldn't just leave all our dying, or our diehard fans there just in the lurch and leaving them to suffer with the pains and suffering of um, not having a podcast to listen to anymore. So we thought we'd drag out the inevitable a little bit longer and give you a little bit more uh, stuff to listen to, I guess. Well, we did have another episode to uh, put out, <laughs> but uh, do, you, do you want to explain to the listeners what happened to you the last can, episode? You can. No, 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 no. You you rabbit on about leadership. So what we did, uh, rabbit on about leadership on the podcast. Take some initiative. So what happened? We recorded a final podcast, a final hurrah. This is us done. Um, it was after the previous episode, a mere five minutes after. And um, yeah, I guess it wasn't our greatest piece of work, but we felt content with it. It pretty much uh, concluded our thoughts on the podcast, and it actually came into a things of things that might not. Um, Make it to air. Make it to air. So uh, there was a stu- stuff on there which I don't know what I was on when we recorded it, but I well, had no intentions of that ever seeing the light of day. So. so it was kind of like a cross between uh, lying on a black couch with a psychiatrist uh, talking you through the trauma that it has been, that it has been to record the Wyvern podcast, mm-hmm. combined with, say, you know, gangland style beat down on the street. Yeah. We kind of said, yeah, it was pretty um, a tell all. It was uncut. The wasn't uncut. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'm actually, I was proud. I made the executive decision to tell Hampstead not to publish it. Um, there was no reasoning behind it. So I just didn't tell Hampstead not to or begged Hampstead not to release I it. I don't think I begged you at all. I, I, I've got the text message. I can pull it up. I, I believe it says we cannot in capital letters release that podcast. Um, I, I believe, I believe there was thoughts behind this. I said, I don't think it'd be wise to release it, uh, considering, uh, the note we left it on. I think we need to leave it on a much more, um, friendly and happy and more jovial type of experience. Cause that's what the podcast is all about. So I think I can make a deal out of this. Okay. If you want the 9-11 podcast that we recorded released, I get to release the first edition of episode 13. Oh no! You've got me in. A, I'll put that to the listeners. I'll see what they think. Um, I don't. I think the nine eleven podcast was silly. If you ask me, I I, I don't think it's worth releasing. So uh, oh, oh <laughs> this is a change of tune, isn't it? This is a change of tune because you've got me swearing on an audio file somewhere along in in there. Uh yeah, it, it was a little bit worse than that though, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a few things I think both of us said um, which should not make it out. I don't know why we've at least thought- mine. At least my insults were only at you. Yes, yes, mine were aimed um, in a more broader sense. Anyway, let's get on to what we're going to talk about today in our um, episode. <laughs> as I have a master, you've quickly moved on quickly. a master segue there. <laughs> the I've, segue to escape. I've, I've gotten well at this. Anyway, so let's move on. It's the end of the year as we record at the moment. Obviously, bittersweet at the moment. As we introduced last episode, Hampstead will be leaving us, so we thought we'd cap off the year that has been in um, a shorter podcast, more yeah, short and snappy. Yeah, put in a straight jacket and wheel me away. Moving right along, uh, yeah, so the end of the year, what you're going to do, oh, sorry, what you did do today was to do what you've done the last three years. This makes it a fourth year. Yeah, so um, we do community service uh, with the boys uh, about this time of year. So we do a day of community service, um, and we get distributed throughout 
Tamworth and even the wider regions. Um, and for the last four years, I've actually gone to Sunnyfield Disability Centre. First year, um, when I was in year eight, we went out to uh, Gunnedah and we helped clean up the old facility. And the last three years, uh, including today, we play in our um, annual uh, Sunnyfield Karossi, uh Sports Day. And we play them in a game of uh, cricket out at the Sports Dome. Uh, very fun, very entertaining day. Um, they love it. We love it too. Uh, we have Mr. Price who takes us for that. And I think he's a little bit too competitive if you ask me. Pricey does know how to be competitive. Oh, it's in his blood. 100%. So we had to wear these glasses, uh, these safety glasses, and we put tape on them so um, we couldn't quite see probably. It made it really fun. It was like playing with beer goggles on or something. Okay. And But Pricey, how he taped it, he taped it so it appeared there was tape on his glasses, but he could still see perfectly fine. <laughs> that just sums him up, I think. Classic Pricey. In one fell. So we all had like tiny slits in the glasses where we could just see through. No, here's Pricey, wide-eyed and ready to, you know... Hurl the ball back at the wickets and things. Oh, so you wore that while you were fielding? While we fielded uh, and why we batted. Actually, and also a few batsmen, um, I know Mr. Price and Sam Buster and Oscar, they batted, they sat in a wheelchair and had the bat and someone had to push them along as they did as well. Okay. And that was super fun. So Price, there's actually some footage we got of it and I was on um, Price's wheeler for a bit and uh, yeah, I think there was one point where we were a bit short for the mark, he threw his bat and I just pushed him. And he didn't use the brakes or anything. Like that. <laughs> and we slammed over the wickets, toppled them, and then he just kept on going. So, yeah. Once I get a bit of momentum, just quietly. Um, yeah. Wonderful commun- community organisation, Sunnyfield. So I'm really glad that uh, we get to make that contribution to the community by sending our lads to um, to go and play that annual game of cricket with them. Yeah, so uh, I think we got a loss today, but, but uh, I think wins all round in regards to the smiles and what have you. So, yeah. So we, another, we another, another piece of community service that I heard about was uh, uh, some of the lads helping out Mr. Star with some more alterations to our access bridge between, mm. uh, this is at the Cowper campus, Yes, between the uh, the hall and the, the lower sort of, classrooms, the, the classrooms uh, underneath. Yep. So last year, um, led by um, Ben Gilly, yes, he did a wonderful job in leading that group mm-hmm. in making sure that we, we sort of cosmetically fixed that bridge by, yeah, by, by, by putting those, those trees and plants there and it looks fantastic or it looked fantastic after after they did that work and 12 months of watering and growth um, attended to by our, our maintenance guys and Ben himself and now I hear that uh, Mr. Starr and, and a group of lads have uh, done some more work there yeah, so did they you did, see it? they did a rock garden so, um, did you see it? yes I saw the finished product it actually looked really well uh, really well done uh, so they rearranged the big rocks down there and put a heap of smaller rocks in there so hopefully um, it'd re- look really nice if we get some water in there somehow. I don't know how he'd manage to do that, but um, it just makes it look a little bit more not that it's just plumped there and yeah, like, sure. and off it went. Like it actually looks like there's a bit of bit of order to the chaos. Oh, good, good. I found it funny that um Ben Gilly at the start of the day I overheard he was ordering his troops. Here. He goes right, Snook and Gus. I need you to go and get the um the Maddox uh, Gully and uh, Matt Thomas. You go get the wheelbarrows. And it just reminded me of another um. Famous Italian figure throughout history who was very famous <laughs> at ordering people around. I uh, just drew the likeness, and I thought, yeah, I could see Benny um, um being his very own little fascist. <laughs> well, I saw um, I saw this afternoon. I saw uh, Angus uh, Luke Schiller, who were who just finished doing that work today, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they were, yeah they spoke really highly of the group that were able to put those rocks out. And the reason I mentioned those two is because a part of a little group that were a little bit miffed yes. at, uh, at our shout outs. Yeah, well, as you know, I always, and I give it to Mr. Star, they're a great year group, year 10, um, but I always, I feel like they're, they're Cowper's chosen men all year, they're untouchables, you can't, you can't, 
you know, hang any um, banter off them or any um, sledges because they get a little bit offended, I think, a little bit too easy. They're these chosen men that we all blow See, smoke this up. Is why, this is why I think they're maybe not as cowper as they think they are. Exactly. Maybe they're right. a little bit soft. Yeah, I think they're a little bit soft too. And uh, I give it to Mr. Star. star they're Star's little men too. A little, bit pre- little bit precious. Yeah, little, I little, think so. A little protected. So on the me. outside, they, they put off this real, you know, trash talky, real tough guy appearance. But once you start to... You know, interrogate yeah, a, them a little bit. There's a bit of bit. facade there. Mm. They're a little bit precious. They just get a little, they just get on the back foot. And one of which was our shout out we gave to obviously Hunter Dowzell on the last podcast. And well deserved, if you ask me. Agreed. Um, and when I came up to school, I was almost mobbed by them as I was going down to play a bit of morning touch footy. By- no, no, sorry, no doubt you were mobbed by a group of them, not one of them individually. No, they all, they gained. Yeah, they, 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 they gained. They, yeah, like but it was led. Like who do you think it was led by? Who do you think it was led by? Um, tall, skinny. Mm-hmm. Looks a little bit like a rake, but plays football. A rat as well, you could describe Yeah, a little bit rat It was Harry Snook. Yeah. It was oh, Harry yeah. Snook. There you go. Um, and he came up and he says, Bomford. And I went, yes, Mr. Snook, how are you? And he said, what's this I hear about you giving shout-outs to Hunter? And I said, oh, I thought it was well-deserved. And he says, oh, I think there's more deserving people to get shout-outs, mate. And who should come scurrying up behind him? Young Blair Logan. He's going, yeah, Bonford, yeah, where's our shout out? Doesn't mind sniffing around for a shout out, old Blair Logan. Exactly, and the whole lot of them has ganged up and is almost trying to start a vendetta against the Wyvern, something which has treated that group of boys so well over the last 12 months. We ha- we've stroked their egos, we've we've fluffed them up, we're carrying, them. we're carrying that little group. Yeah, so um, I was a little bit disappointed by that, just quietly. Um, but if they want some shout outs, um, I'll give them that. Uh, Snooky, um, I. I What's, what's the word when you pull something back? You uh, Withdraw? Uh, withdraw. I almost withdraw my praise I gave you last podcast. Um, oh, can I withdraw it on your behalf? Uh, no. Okay. Because yeah. I'm um, easy to forgive, as you know I am. I don't hold grudges. So. <laughs> oh, no. I actually, told no, someone, no. I actually told someone the other day, and they said, oh, will you forgive me, Bonfire? I said, I'm a Catholic. You have to work for my forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> for any of those theologians listening, I'm sure you're laughing too. Uh, so, um, do you have it? Do you have some shout? I have a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. In on the podcast, we've done a good job at making sure that we we give some people some shout outs. Yep. Annabelle Dalzell, we've given a shout out to before. Her brother gets a shout out on the latest podcast. Yep. She's upset. So here I am. I have to mention Annabelle. I said to her, "What have you won?" And she hadn't won anything. So now she just gets a mention. But the, the Dalzell. So, so, so you want to actually? I'll, I'll interrupt you. The Dalzell family is a huge fan of the podcast. Apparently, Hunter said, "I hopped in the car saying, what's he and what's Dad listening to?'" He's already listening to it without me. And they just felt a little bit betrayed by that. So, hugely could popular. They, could, they be, could they be the Wyvern number one family? I reckon they could be. So, if Blair Logan is the Wyvern number one fan... <laughs> He's the, the fanboy. He's the... Um, do, do, the Dowzels might overtake the, um, uh, the Watts. I picture, I picture um, Blair as being... Who was the name who assassinated John Lennon, who was a super fanboy? <laughs> <laughs> he could come mob me up from nowhere, just in the playground and clobber me. <laughs> anyway, no, that's a bit harsh, um, slogan. You know... um. You know, you are my number one fan, Blair, and um, one day, one day... Um, when He's the- your fan or you're his fan? Oh, it could be both. Okay. When the reins cross over to me and I get a hold of the Wyvern, him and I could host it, perhaps. I'm putting that to you, Blair. If you want to help host it, um, by all means, we, we can revive it. We do so. need somebody to bring the drinks in sometimes. Okay. Exactly. Oh, well, that's what Gully's there for. So, yeah. if it highlights of the year, um, Gully would have to... Like, in terms of carrying the drinks highlights... Mm-hmm. Um, I'd give the award to Gully, best drink carrier. We've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's give some awards, end of year awards. Yes, as you know, at the end of the year they sort of go into um, what are you know our I think greatest sportsman or what are they called sportsman of the year between all the year groups. I'm not sure stages. I really don't. I've never won a sports award, so I don't pay attention when they come on <laughs> at assembly. I've won a few dig deep awards actually. 
But I'm trying to think. Well, that's the, that's the patronising, condescending award, isn't it's it? It's like most improved or coaches award or captain's award. You don't want to get that one. I've got a shelf full of them. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Hanson, we're talking off air. We were talking uh, who are our sportsmen or sports people of the year for Kaurasi. Uh, I don't suppose you got any in mind, Hampstead? Well, it's, it would be hard to go past the continual achievements of Emma Classen. We've mentioned her outstanding efforts on the podcast as well. Mitch Clark or oh, Reading. So, oh, or either of those. Yep. But Mitch, Mitch Reading, I was thinking of. Yeah, I think you've got a bit of a bias towards athletics. Um, athletes, Hampstead. People who participate in uh, sprinting and running and what have Speaking you. Speaking of bias... Um, I've I, got some rugby. I up, yeah. introduce you to Mr. Riley Bonford. Yes. Um, so my my sports probably the year obviously come from I think from the rugby department. I was going to say, is it going to be a referee? Going to be the the, the uh... Well, apparently it's narcissistic to give the award to yourself, but um, I would. Have... No, I thought you were going to give it to the um the regional manager of rugby New South Wales. What's his name? Mark? Gary Walsh. Yeah, I think he deserves a. a of course, well you're going to give him an award. Of course, you're going to give him an award. <laughs> you got sacked from a part-time position of being head of sport at Cal Rossi, so don't even talk about trying was, to manage a I was, region. I was filling in the position. I have gotten some really bad reviews about your job anyway. Really? Yep. Really? I'm not well, telling say, you who. I'm not telling you who. They're from the student body, though. Ouch, that's harsh. Yeah, they said, oh, it's good that we got Galeen back now. I said, oh, why? He says, oh, he didn't know what he was doing. Oh, really? Maybe I'm just joking because I want to hurt your ego one last time, but I'm not too sure. Oh, see, I, I was a little bit laughing inside. <laughs> Sorry, I just had light in the middle. Um, <laughs> Terrible job. What was I going to say? You were going to give me your athletes of the year. Yes. Obviously, coming from the rugby department, I think Harry Snook's got to be in the running, without a doubt. Of course, Harry Snook is going to be in the running. You've got a bit of a... You're a little bit do marred you, by you, that comment, aren't you? No, See, I'm no. easy to forgive. No, I'm easy to forgive. I, right? I was just going to ask, when you go to Mass, do you light a candle for Harry Snook? I light a candle for many of my Catholic figures. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I'm not sure if Snook's Catholic, but no. I, I believe Snook's well and truly earned his stripes. He was playing New South Wales schools, um, for crying out loud. Um, speaking of playing rep footy, uh, Mitch Watts is up there as well. Actually, funny thing, I'm calling them one and two, Mitch number one and Harry Snook number two, because with the rugby awards they got given out the other day at our campus assembly, um, uh, Snook got the junior rugby award, whereas Mitch Watts got the uh, junior rugby trophy Really? So, yeah. Wow. So I calling them number one and number two, respectively. Oh, so. well, there you go. Uh, but yeah. each, each outstanding players, so well deserving of it. Um, so I guess some of the other, I mean, there's there's so many people that could be in Nathan the Nathan Watts, for that. the Watts family. Yeah. Nathan they, Watts, obviously, yeah, that's the right. missile when it comes to swimming. Uh, we say this every year. We, we try and, well, not every year. This is only our second year in doing it. Um, we we have the discussion often, though. Yeah, we have a discussion of who's our like top sports people. Um, and there's that's, people from all over. Ellie New, an Oztag, an outstanding Oztag player. We've got, um, I mean, if if you think of kind of like uh, achievement per year. Um, you, you Junior have, referee of the year, is that up there? No, 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 it's not. Okay. No. Champion third speaker debater, is that up there? No, no, I, the debating is not a sport. You can, can, you can have that in the academic awards. You should start a new podcast. Call it the lame and just give you, you know, you could talk about debating. I would call it lame, and I'd put a little, um, what's it called at the end? Oh, uh, accent. An accent, yep. Gab Hathaway. Yeah, she's um excelled in her hockey, no two ways about that, I believe, and she's going to grill me for this when I got it wrong, but I believe she was in some form of national or New South Wales squad for hockey. So, obviously, that's no um, laughing matter. She's well and truly earned her stripes there. Then we've got quite a few handy um, hockey players, and the likes of, I think, Millie Sherwood as well. Um, that's just from the girls from year 11 that I know of, and I've missed so many. 
Um, but we've also got a few handy boys in the hockey category. Jack Hamilton, not only is he a cricketer or a horse rider, he's also a pretty handy hockey player as well. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, and obviously we've had great hockey players in the past also, if you like, so Jeremy Blakely. So I'm not sure. It's up for grabs. Whoever gets it on the big awards day on Thursday, I'm sure they will and truly earn it. But um, that's our names um, for me, for my liking at least. Well, you know, as often happens in these discussions, we... We don't have all of the names in front of us. We don't have we this, we go off the top of our heads, so we're only going off the people that who uh, jump to mind at the moment. So there are very there are very 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 uh, large numbers of highly su- successful athletes that we have uh, here at Carrossi, both the boys and girls campus. So if you're one of those and we haven't mentioned you, we do apologise. But uh, yeah, we've certainly mentioned some of the top performers there. Yeah, that just comes off the top of the head. So we're trying this new format with the podcast. We're trying to keep it short and snappy. And then we've given ourselves somewhat a 15-minute guideline. And Hampstead's already impatiently looking at the clock, telling me to shut up. Um, Pricey's actually told me that a few times as well with my public speaking. He says, no how to land the plane. So I'm landing the plane. I'm going to shut up now. Um, I'm going to throw it over to you, Hampstead. Do you have anything to add for our... uh Wait, you always say, remarks. you always say, do you have anything to add as a last yeah. remark? And no, I never do. You never do? Never do. Okay, be quiet there and sit there and be quiet. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Wyvern Podcast. Uh, be, tuned to, uh, be sure to tune in over the rest of the holidays if we give you an update in your otherwise dreary and boring lives. I might be just talking about my holidays. But it's uh, been a pleasure having you so far, and uh, I think that caps off for Podcast 2018, doesn't it? Or close to. I believe so. All right, catch you next time.